The presenting sponsor of Upmarket is Aereo, the best place to grow and manage your real estate media business, online at aereo.com. That's A-R-Y-E-O dot com. Coming to you from the Upmarket studio in the beautiful Ojai Valley of Southern California, this is Upmarket, a podcast about the business of real estate photography and media. My name is Reed Fish. I am the CEO and a co-founder of Upmarket Media. A little bit of sadness today. Mark Corcoran, not here. Chelsea Froelich, not here. Back from Paris, but producing from afar. And don't worry, it's not just me talking at you for an hour. We have a very wonderful guest who I will introduce in a moment. But first, just to recap, we launched our course on that last episode. We still have a few days left in our special launch period where you get 35% off if you use the code LAUNCH35. It's at upmarketcourse.com. It's all about how to scale your real estate media business with Mark and I, and then we have a bunch of experts. We have a lawyer, we have a marketer, we have a realtor, we have a business coach, we have a bookkeeper. We have so many people who are going to come on and give their expertise in this course to help you scale and grow your business. If you want to hear more about it, you can hear it straight from the horse's mouth, the horse being me. You can actually book a call with me for 15 minutes and I can tell you about it. I can answer any questions you have. I've been doing a few of these calls since our last episode. Super fun. I love talking to our listeners. All our listeners are actually really funny and cool and nice. And so uh, even if you just want to chat and hang out for a little while, you don't have to buy the damn course. We can just talk. I have my schedules up there. You can book a call. I'd love to talk to you, answer any questions you have. It's upmarketcourse.com. Launch 35 is the code. It expires the day after April Fool's Day. We want to give all the fools one last chance to get in there on April 2nd to get the deal. Do it. Now, I am very happy. This is a guy I've been talking to since we first actually started this podcast. I kind of dangled the fruit out in front of him that he needs to come on, and I've been teasing him for a year, and I think we're finally getting to that point. So if you are at all active on Facebook in the groups for real estate photography and media, you know this guy as the biggest troll there ever was, but he's more than that. He's one of the top actual content producers. Look, we all produce content, but this guy produces more content than anyone I've ever seen online. It's Dominic Dom Wilkerson of Dom Does Media in Gig Harbor, Gig Harbor Washington. Dom, I just want to ask, how in the hell do you produce so much content? Uh, my cell phone. Like it's, your, it's just on your cell phone. It's That's just great. on my cell phone. And so like anytime I come over with an idea, I find a space to go to go do it and then I do it. Or I already have the media already done, you know, from the shoots and I just compile it and then I can get four or five pieces of content within 10 minutes. And so, okay, but we all have a cell phone. I mean, it's just like the, but it, it, I don't know. It's just the ideas. I, I, I think you're just producing so much stuff. And, and I, and obviously or not obviously, but for me, when I watch it a little bit, I'm like, man, I would never think to do this. Cause I wouldn't think it would be interesting, but then when you do it, it's actually kind of interesting. So well, I, I don't even know what to make of that. So, I mean, I guess it kind of comes back to before I did real estate photography, I tried to actually be a adventure vlogger going out into nature and everything and um, covering all that adventure blogger. Yeah. So like you just vlog all your adventures going out to the woods. Okay. Yeah. And Uh so I just try to go do that. And um, I think 
that actually actually really helped me with my business also growing my business with targeted hashtags and everything but it really taught me how to like teach people or just be on camera and everything like that like keeping your eye level like the same height and everything making sure like anytime you do a cut so that they're not trying to track your eyes like where where's it going to be and then like how people's attention spans are and so like i know my attention span is like that of a of a chihuahua looking for yeah crickets in the middle of the yeah, ocean I've talked, to you so. on the phone. I've talked to you on the phone before it's like it's it's rough no that, that <laughs> time that we talked on the phone it was a very bad time to talk on the phone i had barely any reception and i had to go reshoot a shoot oh dear god you just brought back up that yeah <laughs> uh, um uh, okay. So, so you're out there doing the vlogging, but uh, okay. But I, I guess there, there's just so many things to dive into because I, because my impression of you is that not only now, you know, you have your established business and you're kind of very well known in our industry mm-hmm. for all this content that you're creating and being active in the groups, but has this, and just to, of course, bring it back to what we are always about on this podcast has creating this content. And this is not the content that you're creating for your realtors, which is, is. you know, the, the stuff we all do, but all this kind of extra, mm-hmm. has that really helped grow your business? Actually? Yes. Um, amazingly. Yes. So I, I transitioned this at the beginning of the year, I really wanted to start pushing shorts and everything. And so causing myself to push shorts, it means I needed to push um, YouTube shorts it's their version of TikTok and Rails and sure. everything like that. So I, I had to focus on really creating more content, um, something a little bit shorter, because you're only able to get um, 15 seconds or a 60 second like length. You can go a little bit shorter than that, but YouTube. Oh, so, so, but shorts. I thought shorts on YouTube you could be up to 60 seconds. Is that you wrong? can be? But it, it's like okay. it, it goes 15 or 60, but you could be anywhere in between that. But okay, like if you okay. Tip yeah, the yeah, top of it, it like switches it up. So I wanted to focus on that, but then I also wanted to become like a, I needed a case study based off of it. So I used myself as a case study. And so I know I needed to push YouTube a lot harder than what I have Mm been. Um, Dustin, um, I think his last name is Haley down in, I think Texas. He also started pushing YouTube too. And he started getting some growth also along with me. And um, Mm -hmm. we started getting traction that way and getting clients actually calling us up. Okay. So, and so you're pretty, so, uh, cause I feel like you're producing a lot of content that is kind of for our industry, but so this mm-hmm. is the content that you're kind of producing that is geared towards realtors. And yep. then you are putting that on your, you on your Dom does media business mm-hmm. YouTube channel. Yeah, correct. Right? And, 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 it, and so that has been, and so, and then you're, are, and then on YouTube, on YouTube shorts, are you hashtagging that as well? No. So, uh, so that your realtors are going to find you. So how are they finding anymore. you then? So, okay. Um, a lot of them do follow you whenever you share your videos or whenever you're hosting your videos. So like, yeah, sometimes whenever you host it and it gets posted to the MLS, um, mm-hmm. people do follow you back that way. That's very minimal, but a lot of times it's like, it's on my TikTok, it's on my Instagram, but I've been, I transitioned more into a bigger push to how can I take the content that I'm creating and mm-hmm. transform it into three platforms, actually four platforms. And so I was able to start doing that and same with the editing and everything like that. Um, but the biggest push is actually being educational for the agent. Um, Mm -hmm. we always complain about how our agents don't know how to do something or, you know, does something that just irritates you or something. That's what this podcast is all about. Yeah. Yeah. And so about agents. Yeah. 
Like I heard that. <laughs> I heard that uh that one with the agent that popped on the one that you do the other podcast. Oh, Ignacio. Yeah. yeah. And so I was yeah. like, oh, this is a great one. I was in between shoots. And you're like, they ask questions. I'm like, oh, those questions came from the underground. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I get it. We don't strictly talk crap about agents in there, just situations that we're in. But anyways, sure. so I just kind of wanted to showcase agents. I'm like, look, there's a lot of people out there trying to sell you this content that I'm Mm-hmm. giving to you for free. You don't need to. Right. Like they're just repurposing the content that they find mm-hmm. on YouTube and charging you for it because you don't know where to find it. And so right. I'm just trying to, I'm building more of a personal relationship with definitely like the agents around me, which is actually accidentally causing me to get, get more agents around the United States calling mm-hmm. me and asking me, Hey, would you fly out to produce some media? And oh. I'm like, I mean, I guess, but I mean, you yeah, better right. charge. Well, yeah. yeah, here's the, here's my budget, but yeah. yes. Here's yeah. the invoice, but um, that, that, yeah. Yeah, that's what, that's what my business, Jeff, our business advisor always says. If someone asks you that, you say yes, and mm-hmm. this is what I need to do that. And then maybe they'll do it. And a lot of times they do. Like, um, I think we're going to Montana Whitefish in August to shoot a hunting camp out that, that way. Wow. And so. Well, um, that's kind of that's fun. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll make it a weekend. So, Um, so, but what, so the, but how, so here's, here's my experience with YouTube shorts and in our kind of social media for, and just to use uh, a market pod as, as a bit of a case study in opposites of your case study, because I think you're very successful at it. Our social media is horrific because I'm in charge of it. I'm terrible at social media. Um, but we did, I have, you know, we've, we've kind of evolved the podcast a little bit. We're doing video now and we are, uh, have a different editor that we're, that, you know, we're, we're trying to get some more, uh, short form content mm-hmm. out of, and we haven't done a ton of it yet, but we did actually pull one that, you know, it was like the, the 45 second clip of some witty thing that Mark and I said, I mean, obviously so witty. And, um, we, we threw it up on Instagram and then I threw it up on YouTube where we've actually been posting, you know, full video episodes of the podcast and, you know, we're getting, dozens of, of watches on there. And I threw the short up and it was like 50 seconds long or whatever. And it just went ape shit. Like immediately we got like within the first hour, it got like a thousand views, but I'm wondering for us, because in, in a different way than even our, our flagship businesses are that cater to realtors, uh, the upmarket podcast is very micro niche, right? There's maybe 10,000 people in the United States who are even a potential audience for this. So of those thousand views I got, where is the qual? Is there any kind of quality for what we're trying to do with our business? I mean, I feel like it was just, it just got fed into the algorithm. It got a bunch of eyeballs they on did. it, but they're all completely irrelevant. No one will ever click on and or watch this podcast because we're so targeted for this niche audience, which in a way our other businesses are too real there's more realtors out there, but it is pretty, but I only want like realtors in my County yep. seeing the content. Right. So how are we making sure that, that it's not like that, that, that our, that our views on YouTube are actually quality views. So, I mean, right now with YouTube, I, I know there's like certain tiers. This, it goes up to like, First, they'll push it out to like 300 people. You'll get 300 views. They see how many interactions that you'll get off of that. Then they'll push it up to like 1,200 views. I think the next tier that I went up to was 2,200 views and then to a 4,500 view. I haven't been able to go past 4,500 views, but YouTube like tests all that stuff in order to see, hey, you know, is this something that people want to actually 
view. And so the more you post, the more they realize who's actually liking this stuff because they're catering, mm-hmm. catering it to the people who are viewing your stuff. So like if you okay. go onto your um, YouTube page and you're not clicking on your subscribers, it's going to be recommending you other content like other YouTube channels that they think that you would like based off of your view history. Right. Okay. And, or search history. And so, um, I mean, so, but therefore you would want to, you would want to hashtag it or have real estate in the, the title of the video. You could. Yeah. So your title and your thumbnail are are very, very big, especially whenever people are just like, um, scrolling through everything like that. Um, you want your title, are your thumbnails, are your thumb, okay. No, I'm not that big of a thumbnail editor. Like, on my main videos, I will do a yeah. Canva thing. It's not you with a. It's not you with a derp face or whatever. No. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. I. I mean, it just seems those kind of like, like you know, kind of pictures yeah. are like. Mm-hmm. It just seems so cheesy and clickbaity and yellow journalism, yeah. and I hate that stuff. I, I. I studied journalism in college, and I was like, stop. That's all it is right. now. And so, um, what do you call that? It's. So, but I mean, like YouTube is there. You need to have, you, I feel like as a, a media provider, you need to have a YouTube presence. The main reason right. behind that is your Google My Business. So your Google My Business or Google Business Suite, I think it's called now, um, it actually okay. cater, it actually pulls from YouTube also. You don't necessarily mm. need to bring your videos over to Google, uh, Google right. Business Suite. But you should. You should post pictures. You should post videos to your Google Business Suite so that um, it can stay top of mind on the Google searches and stuff like that. But anytime you search yourself, your YouTube videos are going to be populating because, you know, Google owns YouTube and YouTube is the second yeah. largest um, search engine. Search engine. Yeah. So that's the reason why I push both for real estate agents and for real estate media providers um, to actually push into YouTube. But a lot of my content as of lately has been blown up more on Instagram because I think Instagram is uh, loosening up their um, their chokehold on the uh, funnel of views and everything because they see a kink in TikTok's armor and they're like, hey, we need to compete a little bit better, which is why reels have blown up in the past two years. There's been a handful of us, a handful of um, media providers that have... Um, been doing vertical format videos for the past two three years like i look back at 52 weeks ago i was like what's my 2022 goal and i was like to get more agents to do more vertical format video right and right. now and you've been very successful at that right? yeah very yeah and so it, it brings in a good 15 to 20 percent more on an invoice than mm-hmm. not having it because sure. um either i could record it vertically or i've um I got some new editing techniques that I could do in order to um, produce our horizontal regular videos as um, a reel, also. But um, yeah, aren't you like kind of you're are you kind of like stacking the yeah, stacking correct. the frames? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, no, I think that's a cool look. Yeah. So it just keeps the audience attention. Like the most recent one that I just posted, it was a two point seven million dollar house that I shot last year, and so I got to go read back again, go back again, and it's cool mm-hmm. because it has different furniture in it, and it looks a little bit more classier this time. And so I, I compared my two videos. I'm like, man, okay, I have upgraded my videos since last time. But um, oh, that's good. Yeah, definitely. That's always positive to see. Um, 
Where was I going with that? I, I have no idea. I'm not inside the mind of Dom. I don't oh, know. Oh, no, it's chaos inside of here. Yeah, I know. So I much can chaos. tell. I'm, so, I'm trying to stay out. That's why we're doing this remotely. I don't want to be in the same room. <laughs> you don't want to. It's it's actually <laughs> no, a quite nice room now. It's, it's Oh, yeah, I know. I've seen the yeah. 5,000 pictures you've posted on, online about I it. I bring so, content, yeah, I, man. I get it. But it's, I, well, exactly. That's what I mean. That's why you're here. Yeah, no, it's, it's more about like teaching... My content lately has been showing agents that they can produce content themselves. A lot of mm-hmm. them are nervous. They're, a lot of them like, but I'm not blonde hair, blue eyes, 110 pounds. Mm-hmm. I don't right. want to be on we're camera. Not, we're not Dom. We're not Dom. I'm like, I, I wish I was 110 pounds. I'm working on that, though. Just wait <laughs> yeah, till Vegas. I, I, I want to see you, what yeah. you guys Just, see me sh- at, at Vegas. You, sh- you, shave your, you shave your beard off. You're going to you'll drop 20 pounds. Uh, pretty much. I know. I, I, I haven't done my yearly chop off yet, so I, I'll probably be doing that sometime soon. But um, it, it's just more motivation and confidence. And so then I show people, mm-hmm. I'm like, look, I'm not the most attractive guy in the world. Maybe the second, but not the first, you know? Mm-hmm. So like if yeah, I'm able to 10. out here putting out this content, it's content. And mm-hmm. this is how your audience, which is potential homeowners or home buyers, um, we'll get to know you better. And so it's better than mm-hmm. just posting those um, market stats or what are the interest rates doing? Yeah. Okay. I agree. However. And here we go. I, yeah. No, I, I think it's something to think about because that's what I, of course, say to my agents as well. Right. Yep. Like, yeah, you got to be producing content. We do not have to produce all this content for you. You can just do it yourself. It's easy. Blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. But the fact is not everyone is even going to be a 10th as good at it as you are. And and you can take looks aside, you can do whatever. It's just like you clearly have a natural aptitude for it that most people are not going to have. Right. And it's just like, you know, the, 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 some of us have skills in doing certain things that like are like everyone can't host a podcast. Right. And yep. so I happen to have an aptitude for it that just came from somewhere. I have no idea where, but I, but like, and maybe you couldn't host a podcast on, but you're awesome at social media. I suck at social media. So it's like, I, you know, it's not always, even though I can like talk on a microphone and it's fine. Like I can't just like then translate that directly to social media. And I feel like so many agents, some of them of course are very camera ready, very well-spoken and confident, but most of them are not. So how are we, you know, so is it kind of disingenuous to say to these agents, Hey, you got to get on camera, you got to do this. Or is it just like, they just have to suck it up and learn it? Because I feel like if you're out there and those, and they suck, you're just not going to get any traction with that, that content anyway. There's going to be videos that suck. I produce videos now that suck. Of course. That doesn't convey a certain message. We have have like an episode of our podcast that sucks. I'm not going to say which one, but what's this one? Thank but, you. Uh, <laughs> I want to go as the lowest rated ones, please. That would be. Okay. Well, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Anyways. Um, so I think about it like this. I've watched one agent. Her name's Ruthie Taylor up here in Tacoma, Washington. Okay. Um, her first vertical format videos that she was doing, she, she, she's, if you meet her in person, she's a great person, but it wasn't conveying onto video and it just looked weird. It looked like she was trying to point at things and, you know, the timing wasn't right. So the thing she mm-hmm. was pointing at was down here, whatever. And it's, it just looked awkward. But then I kept watching her sticking with it. And now everybody goes to her. I use her as a case study. I'm like, yo, if you go back and look at her old stuff, it's not what it was here. And I even talked to her the other day at, um, networking um event i was like what changed and her biggest thing was 
lighting and video editing whenever she came mm-hmm. she took like a little course on it and she still just uses her cell phone but she knows mm-hmm. how to so that's one thing uh when you're when i was in the military they taught you how to do your job a lot of people knew how to do their job but until you knew how to explain your job you weren't very proficient at your job so i was like dude i can i can arrest that guy i have no problem with arresting that guy they're like tell me step by step how to arrest a person i was like uh no just let me do it mm-hmm. it's fine but and right, so right, i right. i think that's one thing a lot of people there are a lot of newer agents that are out there that aren't maybe all the way confident in the information that they're speaking on and so i think that can convey like uh, as nervousness on a video but if you're confident about something you can you should be able to easily talk about it on video right so that that's just right. how I feel. Like if you consistently you do it, should, and be confident, right, you should yeah. be, you should be, but I'm just saying, I, I feel like 90% of our agents would not be or 80%, 70%, 60, 50%, even right. You know, so, so for us to prescribe to every, I, I, I don't know, I guess sometimes I feel like we're, we, you know, and I lump myself into it that we're a little disingenuous with being like, you got to produce this content and you can do it yourself. I just think most people can't do it themselves. That's when you and, hire me. And I, yeah. it has, it has came into it to where I go to offices now and produce those vertical format videos and edit their captions for them. All it is, is I forgot the style that they call it. It's like a Houdini style or whatever with the yellow mm-hmm. text across the bottom and everything like that. It is just, it's just a certain style yeah, that these two creators came up with like two, three years ago. But, but is it, but is there, is that a sustainable model for you? I mean, is there like, it, it, it's one thing to do like that vertical reel on a property video, but to do the kind of thing we're talking about where you're, you're making content for uh, an agent that they're going to put out, you know, two, three, four of these a week. Yep. Is there, I mean, I, are there budgets that can accommodate this? There could I mean, be. I guess that that's the, well, there could be. Yeah. But I mean, have you been able to sell that? Yeah. I've had agents um, bring me into their office for 1500 to $2,000 for an hour to two hours of work. Yeah. There's going to be a little bit more editing. So put an hour or two yeah, an hour yeah. editing afterwards. Cause I can't send that to Vietnam. Like right. I would have to have someone perfectly understanding English over there with, you know, our euphemisms sure. and everything. Like, is that even the right word? I have a GED, so euphemisms. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, well, that works. Yeah. Yeah. Or colloquial uh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a little bit difficult. So I have to do it myself. So you have to come up with a way to make it feasible for you to go do that. Like you can't just have oh, uh, an hour long video of the agent talking and you asking questions. That's the biggest thing is you have to learn how to do interviews yourself. Like you have to ask mm-hmm. them the right questions and not just expect them to just spurt out whatever they want to say. Half the time they don't yeah. come prepared. And so. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, I think it's a, you know, doing the stuff that you're doing is doing these kind of the, the more, the non-property video uh, vertical videos for people. It's a, it's kind of a different skill set, right? And you're just saying, Dude. oh, I can't, I can't outsource the editing of those. But it's like, can you have your second shooter go and do it? Yep. I mean, or even, or even are, are many of our agency owner, you know, business owners out there, even uh, are we like, can I go do that? I mean, theoretically, I can, but like, I, but I feel like I'm not that attuned to those social media trends. So maybe I'm not the the right one to go and try to direct, you know, an agent to do these eight different. Eight, eight different videos. I mean, nope. it, it's like, how are we like, I, I guess, how is the average real estate media business owner going to be able to uh, uh, navigate that? I think, I think that's, uh, that's going to be a little bit different um, 
concept. So let's just think back in 2020, there used to be a big subgroup of just real estate photographers that were able to make a nice career out of their life and, you know, sure. just being able to produce only photography. Um, I'm talking about just photos, no drone, no 3D, mm -hmm. no nothing. COVID happened. Yeah. <laughs> we had to all transition to a one-stop shop. In fact, whenever I went to PFRE for the first time, I was actually taken back because they were like, don't be, I think I had a, this conversation with Brian Berkowitz afterwards. He was like, no, that's not what he meant. I was like, no, that's how I took it. But um, I, I think it was Mike Kelly that ended up saying, don't, don't try to focus on everything. Just focus on one thing and be really good at it. And I'm all like, no, I could provide everything to the agent. I could provide photo, video, right. you know, 3D to the agent and mm -hmm. I'll be just fine. And so I think now there's going to be a transition. I, this may be a little bit trendy, like, hey, this is something cool to do. And it could be mm -hmm. something that isn't used in the next year or two um, with helping agents with their vertical format video and marketing and everything like that. And I, there are companies out there um, that help agents with that that started as a real estate media producer that moved. Um, there's one up here that used to be um, just a real estate media company. Mm -hmm. And now they're doing all marketing videos for clients. One, they see a bigger invoice. They see mm -hmm. it's not, it's maybe a little bit more work, but it's more rewarding, I guess you could say. Because mm -hmm. now they're referring out, hey, this can help with branding and everything. So many agents are asking me, hey, do you know anyone who can help produce content for us? Like follow mm -hmm. me around throughout the day. I'm like, hire an assistant. That's you're not gonna want to pay right, my right, hourly right, right. rate to follow you right, around. Right, right, right. And so I feel like there is gonna be a separation of people, but you have to make sure that you have the bandwidth to be able to do that. Like a single solo person or so, even someone with two people on their team. Um teaching Josue how to actually do these vertical formats so that he can actually mm -hmm. focus on that. If I don't have enough houses for him to shoot, especially now in this market. Right. Um, yeah. And so he's going to be focusing on that so that we can have that section of the brand. Bailey actually mm -hmm. comes in. Both of those who Josue and Bailey are my two shooters. They actually do portraits so that we can offer that to um, sure. them too. I hate portraits because I hate people's perspective of themselves. Like, I can have a perfect mm -hmm. picture, but then they're like, oh, I don't like the way mm -hmm. I look. So I don't do right. those personally, but I, f yeah. I feel like I can pivot because I understand it a little bit better and provide that. But at the same time, I'm not moving 100% to, you know, helping agents market themselves. Mm -hmm. But you are, but you are having though people on your team who can do that. I mean, yeah. because I think we're, we're, we're thinking of, uh, you know, even though we have no shoots and who knows if uh, we'll ever have any more shoots, uh, you know, uh, of expanding our team and, and the kind of person that we're, we're, we're looking at does have a lot of that kind of social media experience and, mm -hmm. you know, has run social media for other brands. And so, Hey, not only can this person come in and hopefully, you know, shoot our standard real estate stuff, mm -hmm. but can be that kind of person on the team who, who can really get out there in a creative way and, and work with agents because so you are saying that you are having that, that, that is an upsell that is working for you right now. And, and, and I think kind of as everything is slow, I mean, that is a, that is a path that, you know, all of us can take is to try to cultivate a little bit more business. If you have a realtor who is, you know, and maybe they're getting a little desperate too. And they're like, okay, I, it's my last 1500 bucks, but I'm going to spend it with you guys yeah. to try to, you know, cultivate a social media to, to hopefully get another listing. Yeah. That's basically how, it, how it's going because there are a lot of agents that are kind of worried right now, even big teams. 
they're like, hey, we can't support everybody. There's just no houses on the market for us to actually sell and go do everything. What should we do? And you've seen, I've, well, myself personally in my local area, I've watched them actually pick up their phone and start recording reels and becoming, you know, the subject matter expert of whatever they're trying to teach, which brings them more clients because they're the person in their area that, you know, hey, this is your go to person. And so, yeah. It's a weird transitional period for us. The last, what, three years have been pretty much feast for us. And so it's mm-hmm. the ones who are going to be able to transition and offer something that both the clients can use to market themselves in order to get more. Without real estate agents, getting sellers or buyers, we have no money. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like Without them. So how can we help them market themselves a little bit better in order so that that million dollar, two million dollars, which is like a condo in California, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> oh, I, but um, yeah. you know can uh, get them next, and so that's what we gotta. No, like it, just focus go, on. it just goes back to it just goes back to the theme of the you know one of the themes of this podcast for the last year is we market realtors, not real estate, <laughs> and that's you know, and so if if there aren't listings, then we got to figure out a different way to market realtors. And, and I think that, and that's kind of why I wanted to have you on the podcast today. And we're going to talk more about that after our social media sidebar, after the break. And Dom has, he hasn't promised me in words, but I saw the look in his eye earlier that he has a banging action item. For the oh yeah. End. So oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm super looking forward to that. Uh, so stick around. Tom, if there's one guy who loves Aereo even more than me, it could be you. Oh, yeah. Without oh. a doubt. You love it? Wait, wait, let's fight. Who loves oh, no. Aereo more? Me or Dom? Clearly me. We can we can look at the signups. Did, I, I preach it to everyone. Well, you can look at the signups, but I, I would say, did you time the hug that you got from Brannock at PMRE? Because I timed mine, and it was pretty damn long. All oh, right? you know, so, I didn't so, need to. So because... the, love, the, the, the love is reciprocal. I'm just saying I was on the screen and Brannick was talking about me and my business. That's how much I love right. Ariel. But he was thinking about me. You know, <laughs> he knew that you were going to come up next. And so he's like, all right, let me put my number one up first. But no, Ariel is amazing. Okay. So what is that? Like, we, we cannot spend like 20 minutes talking about Ariel. What is like the one thing that if someone asks you, what is the one reason that you say use Ariel? It's a one-stop shop. I have wow. my scheduling. I have, just yeah, like I mean, Dom I, does media. Yeah, one stop shop. My scheduling, my um, photo, video, three D, floor plan delivery. Um, client uh, switches to my QuickBooks, and my accountant loves it. Uh, that's your big positive. You want to make sure your accountant loves the way you track your money, because if yeah, not, they'll, they'll make you disappear. <laughs> well, th- there you go. So like, take it from me, take it from Dom, Aereo. And here's the thing. If you want to go to Aereo.com, A-R-Y-E-O.com, I don't want you to use Dom's code. I want you to use our code. And the code is upmarket. And if you use that at checkout, you're going to get, for any new account, you're going to get 15 free, big, that free, absolutely free bonus listings. And that's, I mean, these days with the, the current market, that's like a year's worth of listings. I mean, you can have Aereo free for a whole year if you only do 15 listings, if you use, if you use our <laughs> service. <laughs> We're not that bad. Uh, 
Yeah, all right, all right. It'll be fine. But no, yeah, yeah. no. All my all clients right. love it. So yeah. they're, no, they're that, like, that's the it looks so clean and, and professional. I, I've never heard of one client ever complain about Aereo. So yep. there you go. Boom. Today's social media sidebar is sponsored by local marketing department, the way that real estate media companies can become real estate marketing agencies. Local marketing department is a white label service that you can sell to your clients in order to help them with their SEO, with their social media, and with their Google My Business. Dom, you actually said it's not even Google My Business anymore. What did you say it was called? Uh, Google uh, Business Suites. Google Business Suites. So a local marketing department is going to help you help your clients rank higher in Google Business Suites. That is what they do. It is a great way uh, to expand the services that you offer. And when people are looking at you and deciding which photographer they want to use, if you can say that you provide all these different services, if you want to become um, the true one-stop shop that you claim to be, but we can even claim a little more because we have local marketing departments. So we are a real estate marketing agency. Cannot recommend it more highly. Elevates your brand in front of your agents. So it's local marketingdepartment.com and that's not department spelled out it's d-e-p-t local marketing d-e-p-t.com mention you heard it on upmarket podcast and they're going to give you a month of free service and two three-month packages for your agents local marketingdepartment.com we love it and we love it so much that we let them sponsor this our social media sidebar all about social media. Our social media is Upmarket Pod across everything. You can visit our website, uh, our flagship website for our company, upmarket.media. If you want to contact us, you can go to upmarketpod.com, send us a message. And of course, Dom, I know you heard we're pimping the course, upmarketcourse.com. I know you are one it. of the students. I know yeah. you bought the course. That's uh, It's quid pro pro. That's why you're on the damn podcast. Uh, we appreciate that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I'm not going to make you give a uh, the testimonial for it. But uh, again, you can get on there, upmarketcourse.com. Use the code LAUNCH35. Book a 15-minute phone call with me. Ask me. Harass me. Ask me any questions you want. It's all good. Dom, the king of social media, where can we, in the real estate media world, where can we find you? It uh, Mainly on Instagram at Dom Does Media. Yeah, That's it's just like, and, and, and for anyone who's not on there following Dom, it's constant. It's all day, every goddamn day. It's just Dom, 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 Dom. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> that's, that's fine. But you're also, come on, but you also, you just started actually a new Facebook group for our industry, the real estate media. Yeah, real estate media, because that's, um, I feel like our industry has moved into it. PMRE changed from yes. PFRE to PMRE. And I felt like there was no real estate media group. Right. And so, the main because, group is the real estate photography group. Yeah, I send everybody like there with the stupid questions. It's like, yeah, 30,000 30, members or something in there. Half of them and are so, wedding photographers. Yeah, well, that's okay. Weddings, are, you know, that's a valuable service. Uh, but, um, but now, so the real estate media group, I've been uh, a member of that, you know, it's, it's popping occasionally. So we could use a few more, we could use a few more members. So if you're listening to this and you don't know about the real estate media 
group on Facebook. Check it out. Uh, there's a lot of cool people in there, a lot of good information. I think people are actually, there's a little bit of trolling, of course, because it is this industry, but um, I actually do think you can ask an earnest question and you may get one or two responses that are actually As long as you that. use a search bar, man. I mean, the group is new, so I, I understand newbie questions, but after a while, use the search bar. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's your that's your biggest problem. So, but you are super active. So, have you found that being active in the in the Facebook groups has ha, is that just like fun for you, or is that is there a larger a, a larger play there? Uh, no, I actually want to actually help people um, out because you know I started from nothing and I understood how to search for information and understanding, but I know that there's a lot of people who aren't. But then I, I also see a lot of people who try to capitalize on people who don't know how to grow their business mm -hmm. properly and like are you thinking buying. of anyone in in particular i'm not gonna bring it up no. it's just not <laughs> i'm just it's 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 gone now it's out of here i i don't even care anymore uh, but it's just all like i want to see everybody succeed because i go from almost homeless to now buying a half a million dollar house and you mm -hmm. know potentially making six hundred and fifty thousand dollars this year you know mm -hmm. and this career allowed me to do it so i feel like it's part of me paying it forward like i have mm -hmm. my own real estate course to teach people oh but i don't ever promote go. it i don't ever promote it because we it's should all promote like, it right here right now uh so it's <laughs> okay i mean i guess it's for very entry-level people it's it's mainly um for drone photographers who wanted to learn mm -hmm. how to do photos on the inside video and 3d so it really right. teaches those people how to do it and so where can we it, find it um dronelaunchacademy.com which is okay. i'm one of their instructors and so you'll just have to look up real estate media pro i didn't come up with the name they did so oh sure. uh, well sounds but very it, professional it, it's a it's a very good entry-level course that mm -hmm. will teach you how to just basically start and i even go into um a marketing on how to use instagram for free to get clients which is how i built my business Right. No. And, and, and I think that's great. And, and there could be, you know, is there stuff for you know, people, if you have, a, if you already have a business, I mean, is there stuff that's going to be that, that, that you're going to find value in there or should you just buy the upmarket course instead? Cause that's why I feel like, you know, our courses are not really competing against each other because uh, no. we're, we're kind of talking about different stuff. Yeah. Mine just is basically basic. I literally go over F-stop, uh, home aperture oh, and yeah, everything yeah, in there so i oh, mean yeah. it's very basic is what i'm trying to tell people and right um i don't want people who are already really established in the photography yeah. to waste their money yeah it's wasting yeah, your of money of course and that's and i think that goes to and it goes to what i i would tell someone who's maybe just absolutely starting out it's like well i think there's valuable stuff in our course but there's gonna be stuff that is just not relevant to you and hopefully yeah. you could find value but you know i i think there's enough value but i'm not gonna be like yeah you you know just like you got to buy the course. It's the only way you're going to be able to grow your business from scratch. And it's just, that's not what it's yeah. designed to be. So I really like courses. I, I try to take three courses every year in order to grow, because even if it's from another person who has a course that teaches real estate photography, I kind of mm -hmm. try to take that course just to try to see their technique into it. So mm -hmm. I can merge it into my technique. If I find something of value there, one of the right. biggest things was like art of real estate cinematography, whenever that course came out. Mm -hmm. my videos i thought were amazing and then mm -hmm. afterwards it just started skyrocketing like video is like almost on 40 percent of all my invoices now mm -hmm. and so and, is that 40 percent? and that's including the real video though too oh uh, yeah no yeah. no 
it's so, not. So like kind of classic cinematic yeah. video is like 40% of your invoices. Yeah. On 40% of them. Yeah. Not 40%, 40% of. Okay. Um, yes. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. You're, you're and doing so, 40% of shoots. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just, the, the biggest thing it, going back to the groups and everything, I, I'll troll if I find that someone isn't willing to oh, put in some troll. work. Yeah. I will troll. I'll be like, dude, if you're not willing to put in the work to find this on a simple Google question, and I know this question you're asking has been asked a hundred times and you can't tell me you use the search bar in order mm -hmm. to not find it. Yeah, I'm going to be a smart ass about it because it shows that you're not right. really willing to put in the effort. You're just sure. seeing that real estate photography is a quick buck and that's all you care about is making the quick buck. It's like Devin keeps saying, it's all about the crypto bros. What's their next thing, which is chat GPT, which is amazing right. right now, which is I love that stuff. But right. You know, I, you know, I love genuine people. Like if people mm -hmm. actually genuinely ask me for help, like I do coaching one-on-one, -on -one. like people call me up and right. we set up a uh, one hour talks and come up with steps and everything for them to, I, I see what's wrong with their business or what they're doing. And then I'm like, Hey, let's try this. See if this can help you out. If it is, if it doesn't, we move off to another thing. Sure. And if not, I feel like, Hey man, I can't help you, but I haven't run into that situation yet. Right. right but right. I felt like. There, there's a lot of people who I have helped guide over the years mm -hmm. and help them understand like I think who was it there was one dude that was like I could never do this I can never um charge um that much money and then here they are mm -hmm. charging that much money now so nice nice so and I think I I, I might have described you this way I was talking to Bethany uh Dietrich once and uh, the, as you're like the troll with the heart of gold and oh. like I think <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's true. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, you get out there and you bust people's balls, but then you're, you're the total softy and, and genuinely try to help people. And so, yeah, that, that's, that, that's something I, I, I really appreciate about you. And let's get into that more in the second half of the show. So come on back after this little break, we are going to have a lot more with Dom and we are going to have it's just amazing action items. Oh yeah. Dom, do you know about pixelmob.com? I love pixelmob.com. <laughs> My God, so do I. We have so much in common, you and I. That's why I, we're we're always never talking to each other. I know. I just I need like, to get it's red like, shoes, okay? Uh, yeah, you do need to get some red shoes. And you know who loves my red shoes? The guys at pixelmob.com. And Dude, they're that's great. Way, yeah, okay. Because I, I feel like I've described it quite a bit on this show. Can you give me the 20 second nutshell? What is pixel mob? You, you need an, <laughs> it's like Tinder for video editors. Um, <laughs> no, uh, photo. It, there's, they don't do a video. Editors, actually, photo photo editors. Editors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you go, you go on there and you're looking at everybody's style and everything of their edits. And you're like, Hey, this actually can fit my style. I like this for mm -hmm. my brand. And you could test them out, make sure everything's right. Have good communication. You can upvote these people and just like, you know, give the review yeah. and it's just pretty amazing because yeah. it's like a marketplace, a verified marketplace mm -hmm. to find an editor, yeah. right? Everybody's I, asking for editors. Yeah. I used to think the best way was to just look in my spam folder every morning and pick one of the, the five emails I get. But I think Pixel Mob might be a better way. It's definitely like a, well, it's a one-stop shop. There that's that's what you for finding an editor i think God, this is what we, we love one-stop action points are oh all right oh 
Action items? Okay, are you teasing our action items in no, our ads? No, no, no. Great. I'm... Okay. But it's pixelmob.com. If you think there's an E in pixel, you are sadly mistaken because it's P-I-X-L-M-O-B.com, pixelmob.com slash upmarket. And if you go there, guess what? You're going to get 25 bucks. Who doesn't want 25 bucks? They're going to give you 25 bucks to spend on the editor market marketplace so you can find your true love, the editor that you want to start editing all your photos from now on, and you're going to get a $25 head start. Pixelmob.com. Dom, are you like me and like everyone in our industry and realizing that floor plans are pretty damn crucial? Yes. Everyone is loving floor plans. One of the upstart players in the floor plan game, second floor app. This is one of the coolest ways to create floor plans for your clients. Really good floor plans and at a really good price. They have a cool app. You're walking around. You're going to get that floor plan. It's going to be accurate and it is lightning fast. You can deliver the floor plan while you are still on site. Unlike other ones. Incredible. Unlike other ones. We know who we're to. We all know who we're talking about. We're not talking about them. We're talking about second floor app. Yes. <laughs> the uh, the guy who developed it is a pretty genuine guy, and I tend to um, oh, I tend Adam. to like yeah I, I navigate or gravitate to genuine people. And, like mm-hmm. if if it's BS, I don't like it. But he's he's a wholesome guy, but- and what he has created <laughs> is definitely needed in this industry. I think. Uh- Absolutely. And here, here's one little anecdote I'll tell you that happened over the, uh, over the weekend. I got a Facebook message from a listener and said, Hey, I'm trying to check out second floor app, but I had a problem using the code. It didn't work. I'm bummed. And I said, my God, I'm bummed too. So I messaged Adam and literally within two minutes, he's in the guy's DMS customer servicing it up. The guy's happy. Everything's great. This is what I'm talking about. Second floor is run by amazing people who, if there's ever a problem with it, and I think they fixed that problem so we don't have to worry about that problem. They're on it because they care and they're trying to build a product that is great and meets all our needs. So secondfloorapp.com slash upmarket. You are going to get a free month of service. It's a great deal. We should all use it. Dom, I implore you, get out there. Try second floor. You're, you will love it. Your clients will love it. It's fast and it's the best value out there for floor plans. Dom, thank you for all that. And I, I want to, here's what I want to kind of lead off the, the second half with because I, you know, you've listened to the podcast. You know me a little bit. I, I've had, you saw my talk at PMRE. You know, I've had issues with this industry, with this job, like personal issues where it's like, I have not felt fulfilled. I felt overworked. I felt a lot of things. And one of the things that I really appreciate about you is, and and I think it goes back to, I think what you just said in the social media sidebar about the people you like, or in the ads, in the ad that you said about the second floor guys, it's like, they're genuine people. And what I always get from you is that you are being genuine. And I really feel from you 
a genuine love for what you do. And I, and I think for me that I'm feeling it now. Like I, I, I can feel the love for, for my role now and, and the way I'm existing in the business. But when I was out there, you know, shooting and doing all that, I, I think I was, I had more bitterness than I had love. And so I, I, I guess my question to you is like, do you truly love what you do and is that why you're good at it? Or are you just the kind of person who just like enjoys life, whatever you're doing? No, I, I hate life most of the time. You <laughs> hate life most of the time? <laughs> most of the time. No, okay. to be honest, I, I think it's it's a culmination of my entire life. Because, uh-huh. you know, I, I did join right after 9-11 and knowing that I was going to go join to the like military. war. And, yeah. yeah, join the military. And so it was like, I signed up. I'm like, all right, I'm going to Iraq or I'm going to Afghanistan, you know two deployments over there, first deployment, you know, I saw chaos, I saw everything like that. And so then, but then actually dealing with like the structure of mm, the military, just because, you know, someone has a higher rank, they could be a complete dumbass and I mm-hmm. have to work with them just because they're right. in charge with me. Um, into moving into out of the military after breaking my leg twice, the military was like, hey, we can't keep you no more. And, and so then I tried college and then I hit the bottom of the barrel, man. Like, I was going three days away from being evicted into um, going to what are the the food pantries or whatever Mm -hmm. in order to get some food, in order to have some kind of nourishment. In fact, it really hit me whenever I had to go to the Humane Society to try to get food for my dog because I couldn't provide food for my dog. My car Mm -hmm. got repoed and everything like that. So I think where I'm coming from and where I am now, where I've been, you know, I've seen the Mm -hmm. chaos of war i've seen what it could be like to almost be homeless i haven't been mm-hmm. homeless so i'm thankful to the higher power whoever's looking after me to not let me do that but like what where i'm at now mm-hmm. there's just so much gratitude because it's it's completely changed my life going from like i say almost homeless to mm-hmm. making a decent amount of money and so I think every morning I wake up with gratitude. And so mm-hmm. I want to give it my 110% because I also think about it this way. I know how much of a heartache or how much chaos it brings into my life trying to buy or sell a house. I've done mm-hmm. it twice. And so I'm all like, I'm going to each and every person's house. And you think of it just as a client for that day. Mm-hmm. You're like the cherry on top. Everything had to work perfectly for both the agent and the homeowner in order for you to be there to take photos mm-hmm. So that they can, you know, go live on their stuff. So they've went through so much stuff. Right. And so I, I, I take it as, you know, if they're a little bit snarky with me, hey, you know, I get it. Mm-hmm. You can be snarky. But a lot of them are grateful because you do produce high quality media for them to paint it in the best light. But I, I think it's just more gratitude just being able to be a part of someone's life, even if it's only for a sparkle for a second, you know, a glimmer like that. And so it's i i just look at it like that and i i honestly have never put it into words how i feel or how why i'm okay with it and which is another reason why i try to help people out there like find ways to get new clients find ways to improve their um their business their work pretty much for free you know Mm -hmm. but that's that's basically it it's gratitude yeah and and I and I appreciate that. I mean, I, I think that's beautiful, man. And I I you know, I think my attitude 
towards it has been different than that, where like I resented it, right? Where I didn't mm. have gratitude. And and I think I'm getting to a place where I do have gratitude and 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 you realize that I've been fortunate. I've never been in that moment where I'm three days away from being homeless or anything like that. And I think if you don't have that, it can just, it, it, it can be hard to recognize how actually close we are to that, right? Like any of us, unless we are, have generational wealth or whatever, you're just a couple bad things away from being in that exact same position. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and to be able to come at life with that, that attitude, I think is, is really powerful. And I think really, you know, it, and it really empowers you. And I'm, you know, I, I, when you were just speaking, I, I, I started uh, thinking about something going on in my own life right now where my, my mother is not doing very well and, and she's had a lot of health issues and is kind of, you know, has to dialysis three days a week and has heart failure and doesn't have memory and is like, you know, her life is very confined and not amazing. And I think that she's not handling it with gratitude. And it's a problem. It's a problem for our family because it's in, instead of rejoicing in what she is still able to have, she's lamenting and bitter about the things that she has lost and is blind to what everyone else in the family has been doing to be able to preserve the, the little independence she still has. And, and, and maybe that's a genetic thing and maybe, you know, it's maybe not apples to apples, but like I can look at myself and, and think about the time that I've spent bitter or the time that I have spent, um, resenting this business and the time suck and the, you know, all the annoyances with the realtors and everything else. And why do I have to have that attitude? You know, it's like, why can't I just have that attitude of gratitude where it's, you're like, well, I know they, yeah, they might be a little bit annoying, but you know what, this is paying my rent. This is doing this. This is, you know, this is, I'm building this business and I'm genuinely helping people. I'm, you know, I'm kind of now famous for hating homeowners, but you know, they are in a vulnerable time. It is one of the hardest moments that you have in your life. And yeah, sure. Yeah. You may, or maybe you're going to make a million dollars, but it still doesn't mean it's not stressful. And, and so I've really tried to check myself and, and, and have been trying to come at things with, with this sense of gratitude. And, and I don't know how successful I've been. So I think, Dom, I, I am trying to take some inspiration from you and, and, and how you, how you walk through life. And, and I'm hoping that this podcast has been such a thing where it is kind of that, where we are hopefully helping people and you know, we're, we're making a little bit of money on it, but not, you know, not that much, you know, we're not getting rich off of it by any stretch of the imagination. So, um, what is my point with that? I, I guess my point is, you know, thank you for, for pointing that out. And, um, I, and I hope it is a lesson to all of us to kind of go through these things with, with a bit more gratitude. Cause I think ultimately if you have that attitude and I think you are, the proof is in the pudding, you will grow your business if you genuinely yeah, have gratitude. But then that yeah. said, do you actually like taking photos and video? So I've been a photographer for the past, I don't know, like 15 years or whatnot. I used to do automotive photography and stuff like that. Photos, not so much. You know, I it's it's fine. It's a process that I can do with my eyes closed. Yeah. What I find well, a lot of though. joy. I mean, yeah. No, no, you shouldn't. 
Unless I hear that beep with the Sony, I'm very <laughs> audible. Like, all right, it locked focus. Let's go. But um, I, I love doing video because it's more of a storytelling and it, it brings the feeling of a home in. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, you know, I'll walk into a home and I'm like, ah, it's cold and dreary. Let me try to mm-hmm. brighten this up. But it can translate into the video and it doesn't feel bright and dreary, mm-hmm. uh, bright and everything. Mm-hmm. But you can walk into someone's home and you smell fresh baked cookies and you're like, oh man, I can definitely make this a banger video like this one last one that i did that was on the water dear god i love that house so much but i was able to convey that in the video and so that's mm-hmm. one big thing that i'm really passionate about right now i hate matterport uh uh 3d i hate 3d <laughs> <laughs> the matterport's not a sponsor don't worry about it it's fine okay we're good um only because of how how slow it takes i am not one of those ones who do a theta or an insta 360 with matterport I do the yeah. Pro 2 camera because I yeah. love the quality and consistency well, get the, with I it. I mean, well, here it is. Just give them $6,500 and get the Pro 3 and you're going to be done I, like that. I will. I will in May. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, we, we, get, we got ours and it's it, your life becomes a lot better, but you also become a lot poorer. Well, I got to buy three of them. Okay. So. Yeah. Well, no, that's what we, we only bought one. And we, so uh, we're like, we have one Pro 3 that will, that will pass off and then uh, we'll do the Pro 2s for the other ones. So. I hated it so much. That's why I hired another person. That's why I hired Bailey, which caused me, she, we weren't getting as much 3Ds after like 2021. Course, so yeah. I turned, I turned it around and I'm like, Hey, let me teach you photography. She was already a photographer to begin with, but let me teach you the little things that we need to do, little roles in real estate photography. And so this has caused her. And I, and I think that this kind of brings back to the gratitude. I'm able to help her. Um, she owns another business too. Um, she creates a bunch of stuff, but I'm able to keep her income consistent throughout the year um, and being able to help her have a certain quality of life, a certain lifestyle that she can have because the more she works, the more money she gets. But at the same time, it's like my processes and me going out and meeting new clients. That's what I'm transitioning into. I think kind of like what's your transition that you moved into too, more of talking to clients, more of educating clients, more of bringing them on and building the trust. And so then that way they know that my photographers will take care of them. Finally, yeah. I got them trusting my photographers. Oh, right. but um, yeah, no, it's a, that's a huge, that's huge. Yeah, it's a definite gratitude that you know I'm able to actually help them out with that. And it's not even like helping; it's not like I'm there being their savior, but I am providing something that I built to help them bring in some extra income. And so it, that's another driving force. Like I could be happy with seventy five percent of my income gone if it was only me that I had to worry about. Right, 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 right. But like, um, like how you're taking care of your mom. I moved my grandma in last June because her heart is failing. She has congestive mm-hmm. heart failure and everything yeah. like that. So that's been tough. And you are correct. Like with the, um, like your mom, like saying that she's like not really grateful for what she still yeah. has because yeah. there is a lot that she can't do anymore. Yeah, and no, I, and, and, and I never hard. understood I it. That. Yeah, I never, I, I never understood that. And then I just sit there and look and I'm all like, I'm just happy that I'm going to be able to be here for the last couple of years of her life mm-hmm. and, you know, just learn as much as I can from her, yeah. even though we fight all the time. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I guess you just, you know, I don't know. You just wish that they could let go of, of that anger and bitterness. And then you could just kind of relate on a little more of a, you know, another level and, 
you know, but I, it's also the situation How where are we like, going to be at the end of our life? Well, yeah. And, and I think about that and I think you see it. I saw it with an uncle of mine who had had cancer and he was just like a dick at the end. And, and I get it. You're, it's gotta be tough. And, and there's physical pain, which I think causes people uh-huh. to, 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 you know, to, to be moody or whatever, but man, you just, you just look at it and you're like, God, I hope I do not treat my daughter this way when I'm in that position, if I'm lucky enough to live that long and to, and to do that because it's, it's heartbreaking for the child. And, and, and then it yeah. also just, and it also colors your view your view of them, you know, yeah. it's like my, my, my relationship to my mom is different now. And and I think I view her in a different way. And maybe when she passes, I will, you know, as time goes on, I will be able to kind of put the end aside and, and think about, you know, the happy times and my childhood and, you know, all yep. the wonderful things that she has been and, and, you know, kind of over, hopefully overlook these last things. I don't know why we're talking about all this stuff, but we oh, are, dude, we're so getting that's deep. fine. Oh, but, we are. Yeah. We're so we, deep. let's transition it just a little okay. bit back, you know, okay, okay, oh, good. We, you, you, you're the co-host now. Perfect. We, we, we can relate, you know, there's a yeah. lot of people who can relate to this. And so we all go through something and how do we get that to not affect our business as much? There you go. And so sometimes you can use your business as a way to get out and fix things. Um, this is one reason why I always um, we were talking off air about editors. I've always used an editor. I used to right. edit my own videos, but now he takes care of my videos also. But that allows me to spend time with my grandma, allows me to spend time with my family. Like if yes. you're wanting to grow your business, if some people are like, that's going to take away from my overhead. I'm like, yeah, okay. My overhead is, t- that's 10% of my invoice. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to be able to uh, charge $300 for 30 sure. images, but I'm only paying my editor a dollar an image and that's $30. So right. yeah, that's 10% of my invoice, but that allows me to one, either take another shoot or two have, you know, one or two more hours with my family. Yes. And I think that's what a lot of people should possibly look at with Pixelob. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Use the code Pixelmob slash upmarket. Um, well, no, and, and that's really been the crux again of of what we've wanted to do with this podcast. Why Mark and I came together in the first place. What what really was the theme of my talk at PMRE was is it was not do nothing as opposed to I know some people uh, think that <laughs> it was. Um, we want to have a better life and it's not only making a better life for ourselves. It's making a better life for the people we work with. It's making a better life for our clients and it's making a better life for our, for the, for the members of our community, whether it's the homeowners or, you know, uh, or or whatever else you can do with your business to kind of help your, help your community. You, you knocked it right on the head of the nail right there. And so I, I definitely agree with that. It's, it's life. You know, you got to live, work as hard as you want for that lifestyle that you want. Yeah. If you don't need to, if you're happy with $40,000 a month, then you're happy with a certain workload. If you're having a perfect mm-hmm. work-life balance with that, for me, I will trip out if I'm making only $40,000 a year because that should be a $40,000 okay, well, a month. Said a mo- you said a month before. Yeah. yeah oh, I meant yeah. a year. I meant yeah, 40000 yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, if you're okay with $40,000 a year, you know, so be it. Yeah. That pays all your bills. Yeah. That allows you to be with your family and everything like that. There's some of us that are like, I'm hitting finally $20,000 a 
this month after the past four months of being a little bit low because of the changing in the market mm-hmm. and my luxury. I, I focus on a lot of luxury listings mm-hmm. and they were non-existent the past three, four months. Right. And so um, I have a certain lifestyle that I like to keep up and yes, it's fine. And so that's what I'm happy with. And that's whatever you bring into the groups. I'm like, hey, what's successful in this business? Like what, what do you define as success? And a lot of people are weird about talking about numbers. I love talking about numbers because yeah. I want to explain to people what is potentially possible in this career. But a lot of them like, dude, it doesn't matter what my numbers are. What matters is that my bills are paid, my family is taken care of, and I'm able to, you know, sustain this. I'm like, cool. I like that. Well, yeah, What's your savings it, look like, though? Like, yeah, well, it, but it changes. And I mean, when I first started, I, I was like, oh, man, if I can make, if I can do three shoots a week and make, you know, whatever, 500 or 600 bucks a week, I'm set. Because yeah. it was just a side thing when I'm doing other stuff. And now if we don't make $40,000 a month, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. We got to, you know, it's like, <laughs> get another credit card. Cause we, you know, it's like, so, you know, it, it changes. It changes. You have to recalibrate yourself you sometimes. Yeah. I always, think. you know, always. And, and you, you know, life changes. And I, I didn't have a kid in private school, mm-hmm. you know, no. when I first started oh, this, you I'm know, sorry. Yeah. How yeah. big is that yeah. check each month? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big, big enough. Big enough. Yeah. Just go hang out so, with him. There'll be people always wanting to sell their houses there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's just like you, you know, you, um, yeah, life changes and your needs change. And so you just have to be able to, to, to kind of morph with that. So I think the coolest thing is that real estate photography allowed me to buy a house that allowed me to move my grandma in so I can help take care of her. Well, there you go. So that's, so, that is your, you know, and, and it goes back to, again, let's, let's just take it, let's just bring it back to my talk at PMRE. It is figuring out your big why. Why are you doing this business? Uh-huh. What, why are you doing what you do? And for you, it's like, I guess, hey, I want to be able to buy a house that I can move my grandma into so I can spend time with her as, you know, she's spending her final years. Yeah. I mean, that's great. And other people might be, I just want to be, I want to, you know, have a house in Mexico. You know, whatever, right? Or I just want to, you know, whatever. There's no right answer. There's only, The only right answer is the one that's right for you. So funny story about a house in Mexico. Oh, So well, Ridge. I, I love funny stories. Ridge is neighbors Rich, down there. Bomb. Rich, uh, Bridge Bomb, yeah. Of he's, one, he, yeah. He's, uh, he's one of the neighbors with one of my clients. Oh. Like, what are the chances like, what are the chances? Like, they met on a beach one night, and they're like, yeah, you know, Richard's yeah. like, I do real estate photography. He's, She's like, oh, I'm a real estate agent. Oh, who do you use? They're like, Dom. He's like, I know Dom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there and you so, go. And so, like, just well, a small, such a small world. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It, it, that, the, that's what I've, I've, you know, I've run into, you know, I've run into people in Europe before that I know, you know, so yeah. it's like, it just, yeah, you know, it's like, it, you know, it, it is a, it is a small world. Any other words of wisdom as we're kind of wrapping up here? Wh- what do you think the key has been to you growing your business in such a, in such a profound way? This isn't my action item, is it? No, it's not your action item. Um, no, it's like, I always need to learn. I always need to grow. I, I'm really big on learning from my mistakes. And so Mm -hmm. like, as long as I don't keep repeating those mistakes, I continue to grow. And so Mm -hmm. that's just the biggest thing. It's, 
if you mess up on a photo, you know not to mess up on that photo the next time. If you mess up on the video, you know not to mess up on the video. If you need to find a way to get new clients, you find a way to get new clients. It's just learning from my mistakes and growing from that. And so um, little goals here and there, like, hey, you know, I want to reach out to a certain amount of clients or reach out to a certain amount of clients who I've never worked with before, but have a relationship on social media with or who I've met at networking events and stuff like that. Just reaching out to them. I don't sell. I hate selling. I hate people who sell. Like, what's the purpose of selling if you have a product that people want? Mm. And so, unless my product can solve an issue, which is helping list the house, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want to sell it. Like, this is one reason yeah. why I hate car dealerships. I'm like, why are you marking MSRP up right now? Like, yeah, were well, you giving me uh, an extra yeah. value here? I, I yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't want to get into a debate about it, but I think we have to sell in a way because it's like it, it's not about listing the house. Remember, I I really feel it's about you know are these things you're doing enhancing the realtor's brand? Is it helping them get another listing? Because that's that's the real goal of it all, right? We're, and they we're they know that realtors. they should know that yeah. they, they should, should know to go to someone who's not really shitty with um flash to where you see bright lights on the yes. ceiling all the time. And I'm like, dude, if you can't flash, don't flash. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's words I've lived by. Um, and, and, you know, and I think what realtors are looking for when they are looking for real estate media professionals is they want people of action. And you and I, Dom, are both people of action. And it is time for our action items. I'm going to go first because I, okay. I want to save the best for last. Cause I know you're going to, you're bringing it. I know you're bringing it. You heard that Brian. So <laughs> I am the best. My action today. And it's kind of inspired by something I did today off air. I went to a networking group and it's called the CMA networking group. I don't even know what the acronym is, but it's kind of a, I, I, I think it's pitched to realtors as it's like the creme de la creme of realtors. And it's a networking group where it's like, you know, 15 realtors and then like 15 affiliates and, and, and Mark and I are one of the, you know, upmarket media is one of the affiliates and we were able to go, it's this luncheon like twice a month. And sometimes it feels a little bit useless because you're like, well, it's only 15 realtors, but they're kind of like leading edge realtors. Most of them are already our clients, but it is a way to remain top of mind. So I, I think that as much as, you know, this episode and so much of what we talk about is about our digital marketing marketing about our social media. It is really important to get out there and do networking. And so uh, obviously there's a lot of networking events that happen for realtors, but if there is a group that is a little more exclusive, I would think about trying to join that group. And if there isn't one of those groups, maybe start one yourself, start a networking group with realtors and with a select group of affiliates, have have more of that tight knit tight knit community and incentivize those uh, those realtors in that group to refer you out. Maybe give a referral bonus. Give you know I offer today. I said hey, if anyone gives us a referral, we'll give you a free aerial uh, uh, you know aerial photos on your next shoot. Um, you know th- that's a way that you can grow your business, strengthen those relationships, even if it's with clients that you already have. I like that. I like that a lot. Dom? Always be prepared for the whirlwind. Always be prepared for the whirlwind. Always be prepared for the whirlwind. The main thing is anything and everything could happen at any moment in your business. And if, unless you have processes in place, chaos can ensue at any time and you lose clients, you lose your camera, you get into a car accident or anything like that. 
that could potentially happen if you don't have your processes in place to stop that from happening. So one big thing like, hey, you have an upset client. How are you going to fix that issue right then and there? You got to figure out how to be tactful and understand what their problem is. So you got to learn tactfulness. You got to do that with your clients and customer service. If your editor doesn't send you stuff, you got to have a backup editor getting ready to do anything like um, to edit on the moment's notice. My inbox mm-hmm. is definitely full with people who are at a moment's notice waking up at two o'clock in the morning in India right. to edit my stuff. But right. like, or, or you just go on pixelmob.com or pixelmob.com. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just preparing for the chaos. And this it goes even into a macro level of busy and slow seasons, like having yourself set up as a budget in your business. So say like I pay myself $10,000 a month. In the summertime, I'm going to be stacking up my savings in my business, my business mm-hmm. money, or a you know winter comes, I'll be running in a negative, but that's going to be fine because I have that mm-hmm. nest egg from the summer. Less chaos, less gray hair, even though. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it comes regardless, right? So no, no matter the chaos. So it kind of, in a way, what, what I took from that is to kind of have backups, for a lot of your systems, a lot of your gear, a lot of you know, just contingencies in place. Where I if crash you get in a car accident, all the time. Yeah, yeah. That if you you go, you know, if you get into a car accident, you have you you, you got to make sure that your staff is going to be able to take over for you. You know, all, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Well, I mean, you also have it. insurance because you need a car, right? There you go. And you have business insurance. That is a big one. That big is one. A big one. Gotta that face that. is very expensive if you back into it. Oh, yeah. You got it. Dom, thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I, I think I think we, we touched hard to heart today. You know, in, oh, we in did. Our... I that that disappointed me, but it, it happened. Oh no, you're letting me in. I'm coming in. <laughs> One way or another, I'm in. <laughs> All right. So um who's buying the first round at PMRE in November? You or me? Mm-hmm. Uh, you you can do it. You're you're socking away ten thousand a month. So the you know for for this for, okay, Mister Forty K months. Okay, listen here. I'll <laughs> oh, be yeah, happy gotta, with Forty K months. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 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 that's yeah, not yeah. my fault. I, you're I not budgeting correct. Yeah, you know what? No, yeah, I'll be yeah, exactly. I'll be totally fine because the guys in Reno owe me a couple shots because they told me oh, I yeah, can yeah. never find other people from Reno. That's my thing that I do at PMRE. When Drunk Dom comes out, I find people from similar cities and introduce them to each other and watch chaos mm-hmm. ensued because normally they're, they're competitors and yeah. I'm like, be oh. awkward. This is great. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is great. All right. Well, uh, great. So you, you chip into our, my private school for my daughter and, and we're good. I'll buy the drinks. All right. Perfect. Yo. Thank you, Dom. <laughs> Thanks a lot, man. Definitely. We'll see you soon. All right. Bye. Upmarket is a production of Upmarket Studios. This episode was produced by Chelsea Froelich and edited by Bethany Diedrich. Thank you so much for listening, and we really hope you listen to the next one, too. In the meantime, our wish for you is to not have to shoot any Friday night Twilight shoots. Thank you for everything. <laughs>